This is ScutterCast for the fourth week of August 2009. Yes, I know it's been a long time. This is ScutterCast. The Boy Scout Podcast. Starts now. Yes, that's right. This is Scuttercast. I know it's been a while. We have, we all have been uh, really busy this summer, but. We are at summer camp currently right now, and so we, we have a chance now to actually uh, do another Scuttercast. Uh, and unfortunately, we're, we are only working with one mic right now, so we are going to have to kind of pass along the mic. And so we probably won't be able to hear everyone like that will be talking at the same time. Alright, so with me is John. How are you doing, John? I'm doing pretty good. That's good. And we also have Chris. Hey, how's it going? Hello? Hello? Hi. How's it going? Alright. Hi. How's it going? How's it going? Hi. Hi. Okay, so, I guess we'll, we have lots of news to cover. The first one that I, I want to talk about first is the, well, we'll first dive into our newly, uh, well, it's not very new since it's been like a couple of months, but... It's only our second show that we're implementing it. It's the Jambo... What do we call it? Update? The Jambo Update. The Jambo Update, because none of us can remember what we called it two months ago. So the news in the Jambo Update um, category today is uh, 2010 Jamboree Phone Service. Now, Chris, I thought you might be interested in this one. What was the topic? I didn't hear you. 2010 Jamboree Phone Service. Alright, pay attention. I'm going to read it, alright? AT&T has committed to be a major sponsorship of the 2010 National Scout Jamboree. As part of their commitment, they plan to place numerous portable cellular phone towers featuring both closed and open systems. The Jamboree director, John Allen, also announced that cell phone recharging will not be allowed in medical tents. Sorry, Chris. They are currently wor- they, uh, they are currently working on other options, which may involve fee-based recharging stations. In addition, there will be no payphones. However, there may be a tent sponsored by AT&T with cell phones available for scouts to call home for free. Which I think would be ver- that'd be very nice to have. <clears throat> that would be really cool. Uh, th- that would be neat, but I'm wondering because I think our troop is like thinking about telling the scouts not to have. Uh, take cell phones, but this might change it. To what? Not take cell phones even more? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, it'd be interesting how this goes. Well, I think that the fact that there's going to be a, like a tent set up, that like, yeah. there'll just be cell phones that you can have, for, you know, can just call home for free, that'd be good. So, is it just uh, AT&T service that's going to be supplied, or... Yes, I would assume so. I don't think AT&T would supply other cellular phone services. So wait, so is this, they're providing phones that you can use? Yes, these tents would, yeah, these tents would have uh, cell phones available for scouts to use for free to call home. Okay, so they're providing them. Correct. They're trying to, they're trying to sell their products, so it's a good marketing scheme too. Yep. 
Yeah. That's yep, that's correct. I think that'd be Yeah. So perhaps when Chris is up there he'll be able to call in using the free AT and T cell phones and we could get some updates from him. Yeah? Well I'll I'll actually I sent, um probably have a cell phone with me. Oh, Wait a minute, I thought you said the troops not gonna allow you to take it. I'll be a, I'll be a leader, so. Oh, wait, so yeah, shouldn't you be leading by example then? Emergency purposes, emergency purposes. Oh, like what? You never know, you never know. Well, last time we went, we had, how, how, how many kids got injured? I recall one day where I wasn't spent like a day out of something. <laughs> out of like, like I, I was pretty out like one day. One kid, uh, one kid, didn't you, like, break his leg on, like, the BMX course? Yep. Yep. So you can get hurt, is what we're trying to prove. These cell phones could hurt people. Uh-oh. These cell phones are going to hurt people. These cell phones hurting for people. I don't know, Chris. I was just about to ask you that same question. But, so, Chris, how, how would you uh, recharge your cell phone? If there aren't going to be recharging stations... Don't they have it where you can like get um like a rechargeable battery you can plug into phones sometimes? I don't know. Okay. You know, I know what you're talking about. You're talking about those things where you can charge them up. They're not a battery for the phone, but then you use them to charge the phone, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. Do they have that for phones, or is that just the iPod? Well, you see here, by my records, I it doesn't say. Yeah, I, I think that it's pretty universal if they make those. So make sure you have a bunch of those, Chris, for that two-week span, right? Yeah, okay. I saw you has a pretty big stuff sack, so I'm pretty sure you could fit, like, at least 200 or so in there. My suggestion is you just use the free cell phones that AT&T is providing. That may be a good thing to... Never know. Cell phones are convenient for, like, an emergency. Like Chris said, you never know what can happen. Yep. And then, so basically... You know, you don't have to bring your cell phone, but when, like, let's say, oh, you just broke your leg, all I have to do is just walk to the nearest uh, tent, AT&T tent, and then you'd be able to call for some help. I was just going to say, I don't think AT&T wants all these people wobbling up to their tents all injured, wanting to call emergency calls somewhere. Chris agrees. <laughs> Chris okay. silently agrees. Okay. So actually, when when the the uh, the people there, each station would have a walkie-talkie, so they probably call someone if you have an injury to transport you. So what you're saying is they use these phones to call people. No, I, each station would probably have a radio, walkie-talkie. You know these devices, you push it and you talk into them. Why is it called a walkie-talkie? Does it like walk or something? I get the talkie part, but walkie, like... I have no clue. You'd have to ask an expert on that. I don't know either. Let me have the microphone. No. We're moving on. We're moving on. That's it for the Jambo update. Okay, so we'll move on to this other article, which is much more recent than two months ago, which is... Skin Cancer Foundation gives seal of recommendation to BSA uniform. What? Yes, here at, here at Camp Bird, we are very um, united in all the topics we talk about because skin cancer really, really involves... Uh, Pretty sure you could get skin cancer from cell phones. That's how, that's how we, oh, we'll transition it. I yeah. It. Yep. Okay, so I'll just read the article. All right. Okay. In August 2008... 
Okay, apparently this might be a little old. New story. Oh well. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, it was wrote, this article was written in June 2009, but. Okay, well, anyways. Oh, well, no, it's because when they. This was this is for the new uniform, and so when they tested it, like, they tested it like a year ago, and now they, now they just brought it out. Okay. So in August 2008, the Boy Scouts of, of America introduced a new Boy Scout uniform to commemorate its upcoming 100th anniversary. The material for the new uniform broke ground for the group. It had an ultraviolet protection factor, UPF, rating of 40 plus. In response to the innovation and concern for the millions of youth and adults who spend hundreds of hours doing outdoor activities, the uniform has been awarded the Skin Cancer's Foundation Seal of Recommendation. Wait, hundreds of hours? I thought it was just like one hour a week. Sometimes. Some, John, some, some people do a little bit more uh, hours in their uniform than you do. Oh. Yep, this would be your hour, right, for the week, yeah. right? I'm glad I got uh, that new uniform. The new uniforms are pretty shenanigans. Yeah, while well, you were working at camp. Yeah, so that's why you look really pale. It's because you've been wearing the uniform. Well, actually, it's short, short, short sleeve, so wouldn't it not protect your arms and your head? Well, if you get the full bodysuit uniform, that's coming out soon. I don't know. Chris, let's uh, compare tans here. Who's uh, paler, would you say? Oh, there you go. I have a richer tone, though. Mine's, mine's more appealing. Mine doesn't, mine doesn't look abnormal. Mine doesn't look abnormally orange. Oh, excuses, Chris. I don't. I work on a computer inside. And I also work at a shoe store inside. No, I have a tan, though. Anyways, back to the article. To earn the Skin Cancer Foundation seal of recommendation, a product must be proven to aid in prevention of sun-induced damage to the skin and must earn a UPF rating of 30+, plus or above. BSA's Centennial Uniform has earned the Distinguished Seal receiving an excellent UPF rating of 40+. plus. The BSA's Sun Protective Uniform Approval Apparel includes the Centennial Uniform shirt and pants offered in 18 styles for youth, as well as adult men and women sizes. Some pants styles have convertible zip-off components. Ah. Zip-offs, yes, commonly known, yes, yep, zip-offs, that are very popular with youth. Many people don't give much thought to the amount of sun that their heads and scalps are exposed to on a daily basis. Consequently, three kinds of hats are available, each offering a UPF rating of 50+. plus. As technology and textiles changes, the BSA will continue to add apparel pieces, all offering top UPF ratings to its product line. For nearly 100 years, Scouting has given youth and adults a wide range of outdoor activities and safety education unlike any other youth-serving organization, said Chief Scouting Executive Bob Mazuka. Hold on, give me, hold on, I'm almost on reading. Preparing scouts for severe weather conditions is of highest priority, winter or summer. The right gear is critical. We will make sure the top-rated sun-protective clothing is always available. Okay. So, those sun-protective hats, is that new green, um... Boy Scout hat, solid green with the uh, Boy Scout symbol on it. Is that one of those hats they're talking about? Is it new? I think so, yes. That's a new hat. Uh, yes, I got one. That's why you have a really pale scalp, too. <laughs> but it won't have skin cancer. That's right. That's why it's so important. Okay. What would you like? Want to be on Scouter Cast? No? Okay. All right.
So anything else you'd like to mention on that article? Now moving on to the next article. 2010 rank requirement changes. This is pretty important. Oh, I heard, oh, I heard, something, I heard something about one of these. Okay, yes, I, I never did until I read this article. So thus, I think it's pretty important to mention. Alright. Mention what? I'll let you know. D here, just, just pay attention, John. Exactly. According to the National Boy Scouts of America website, the centennial edition of the Boy Scout Handbook will soon be available. And with the new handbook comes several rank requirement changes that will be in effect of January 1st, 2010. Here are the requirement changes. Remember, they take effect on January 1st, 2010. Tenderfoot. A scout must teach another person how to tie a square knot using the edge model, which is explain, demonstrate, guide, and enable. Edge, edge is an acronym for explain, demonstrate, guide, and enable. Never heard of that before. He must also be able to discuss four specific examples of how he lived four points of the scout law in his daily life. For second class, a scout must discuss the principles of leave no trace behind and explain the factors of to consider when choosing a patrol site and where to pitch a tent. He must explain what respect is due to the flag of the United States. He must again discuss four examples of how he lived four different points of the scout law in his daily life. He must earn an amount of money agreed upon by the scout and his parents and save at least 50% of it. Wow, that's a strange one. Okay, first class. An additional requirement to the 10 separate troop patrol activities states, he must demonstrate the principles of leave no trace behind outside these outings. He must discuss four more examples of how he lived the remaining four points of the scout law in his daily life. For life. A scout must use the EDGE model to teach a younger scout a specific skill. Star Life and Eagle, the Troop Webmaster and, and Leave No Trace Trainer are two new leadership positions. Oh man, I love that one. Which two? The Troop Webmaster and Leave No Trace Trainer. The Leave No Trace Trainer, that's right up your alley, isn't it, Andy? Not really, I was thinking more of the Webmaster. Oh yeah, that's right. John, the Leave No Trace one would probably be better for you. You're always out there fishing and doing stuff like that. Yeah, I'm always out there fishing and, you know, fishing and... Catching frogs. I'm also fishing. <laughs> you really like your fishing. He said, yeah. Okay, so apparently, just going over these, I I saw that basically they added that you have to, for each rank, have to demonstrate at least four parts of the scout law. Now, what do you think is uh, useful about that, John? What is useful? About what? That they require uh, that you have to show specific examples of how you lived the four points of the scout law. Well, that is pretty useful because then they know you're actually living up to the scout law instead of just saying a daily and actually living up to it. It also helps the uh, scouts to uh, think about it and help, help them understand it better. Yep. I don't know. I'm still iffy about that one. It seems kind of... It just seems like a... Like a weird, weird requirement. Why, why are you iffy? Why are you iffy about it? it just seems kind of weird. Like how? How do you like? Yeah, how it's are you like. Prove that? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, a scout is trustworthy, so there's one to prove it. Well, they haven't done it yet. Yeah. Proving the one they're trying to prove and being trust trustworthy. Actually, that'd be a good one. They could say that, like, 
for the for like this the fourth one that they do, they can say, "I've been trustworthy because I told you the truth." I do like how they how they require a scout that they have to teach a specific skill, like square knot and and such. The nice thing about that is, besides them helping someone else learn, they're also it's helping them uh, learn it a bit better by teaching it. Yep, I like them to teach the bowline in one of these. That always seems to be like a one that scouts never seem to know, but they should. Yeah, that's whenever I talk to a scout, it seems like they always have trouble with that knot. They get they get the other ones, the clove hitch, timber hitch, the, the square knot. I mean, but they can't get the bowline. They always have trouble with that one. Yeah, I agree. Usually the knots, um, like the clove hitch and the all those other ones are the easiest ones to tie. But bowline's always the, the tough one until you get to the elderly age uh, we are at, where Tying a bowline behind your back with one hand is no problem. That's like the norm. Now, this one's also really weird. He must earn an amount of money agreed upon by the scout and his parents and save at least 50% of it. That's a strange one, I think. Wait, that's a requirement? Yeah. So he has to, uh, he has to earn a set amount of money by his parents and the scout they agree upon, and then he has to save at least 50% of it. Correct. Well... Alright, is this for fundraising, or is this just something to do on your own, like helping them to, like, teach them, fi- like, financial p- planning for, like, the future, how-, how to, like, set up a plan? Well, this is a requirement, so they have to do it. I'm guessing it's for their own benefit, not for fundraising, it's for, so that they learn financial, how to handle financial situations and all that. But I thought that's what the personal management package is for, which is eagle required, but... I don't know, it's just one big circle of requirements. And maybe they're getting them ready for the personal financial uh, merit badge. Or maybe they're getting them ready for life. Get it? Brampa. I remember I took my personal something, personal management merit badge when I was like in 7th grade. Did you learn a lot? No, I can't remember anything about it. I was probably like a tenderfoot or something. I like That was like the first merit badge I... They're probably talking to all the older kids about, so you guys talk about what you're saving money for college or what your payment for college is going to be, and you're like, college? What? Uh, I took mine two years ago, so I somewhat remember it. I took mine two years ago as well. It was pretty fun. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why I took it. It was just because they were offering it, so I'm like, okay, cool. And I basically went to, like, I went to all the meetings, and I got all these brochures and stuff, and... And that's about all I can remember about it. I couldn't even tell you what any of the requirements that were required for it. Okay, anyways, let's go back to the right page. Apparently Andy doesn't want to let me talk because he keeps yanking the phone away from me. Or phone. Yes, this is a phone. Microphone away from me. Ah, uh, too early. Oh, he just did it again. Oh, man. Well, because you, d- you stop, you stop, like... You like just stop in mid sentence and then I pull it away because I'm gonna talk now and then and then you just start talking again. You mean I had a long drawn out pause on purpose so to screw you up? <laughs> yep. Hey, you did it again. Oh my gosh. Whatever. Fine. I can hold the microphone. I can talk. Not you guys then. Okay, that's all the that's all the articles that I really want to talk about, guys. Hey, this is Andy. You might be wondering why there's no ending to this episode. That's because we basically spoke for an hour. So you know what? We decided to split the episode into two shows. Great, huh? So I'm just letting you know that this is the end of the episode. Thanks for listening.
Hey, watch out for episode number 8, coming soon. So for all the Scouter Casters, I'm Andy. See you later.